from the studios. Now that's a start. From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Farms of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy showing for, oh, sorry, Teeing It Up presents Sunday Sprint. I'm still under the weather, folks. Um, for Sunday, December 16th, 2018, week 15 in the National Football League. Are you ready to do this, Luke Morrow from Charleston, South Carolina? Good morning. I am always ready. Um, all right, a couple things since we last talked. Um, uh, number one, the San, Di uh, San Diego. See, I, I did it. If they make a big run in the playoffs, they're 11-3 now. If they make a big run in the playoffs, we're going to have problems, Luke. Because we're just going to keep calling them San Diego. Yeah, well, you got a few weeks to get it, get it right. All right. Do you take anything away from the Jets' loss that you would like to mention on this program? Uh, at least they're still playing hard, I guess. Uh, but uh, no. Uh, the bigger issue was, uh, as I texted yesterday, was listening to that broadcast booth. Okay, we'll 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 deal with that on the regular teeing it up. All right, so let's let's talk about the games that have already been played instead of the Jets. Number one, Chargers Chiefs. Chiefs blow the lead. Let San Diego come back. They get the controversial touchdown and they get the two point conversion on an absolute blown coverage. Um, what what did you take from that game? Well, I've been on the Chargers uh, bandwagon uh, all year. So I think they have maybe the most complete roster in the league. They just need to, uh, maybe some help on the offensive line. But, um, but you know, a big win for the Chargers to go in there and pull that off and come back the way they did on the road and get that type of win. And I think that goes a long way for Philip Rivers and, and for that team um, to be able to pull off that victory. And now they at least, you know, they have a chance. They still need to pick up a half game, but to get the number one seed, and that would be a, a huge advantage for them in the playoffs as opposed to the Chiefs having to fall all the way to a wild card. But, you know, for the Chiefs now, um, you know, they've lost their three big games to the Rams, the Patriots, and now the Chargers at home and the way they lost like that. So uh, they're a little beaten up right now. I may be a little concerned about the Chiefs and the way that, that they've kind of started to play. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. They had trouble with Baltimore and they had trouble with Los Angeles. I, I wonder if this is, you know, every quarterback, every young quarterback goes through the a, a, a reset. Obviously, here was the San Diego, it was the, uh, sorry, it was the uh, Chiefs defense, which which let the Chargers back into it. But, but what do you think about teams adjusting to Patrick Mahomes? Or is this not Patrick Mahomes' issue? It's not the offense's issue. This is more the defense's issue. Well, yeah, long term, I'm certainly more concerned about the defense uh, than the offense. And we kind of saw that the other night where, you know, you're up two touchdowns with five minutes left at home and you can't close it out. I know the offense, you know, they, they went three and out for the defense without two touchdowns there in the last couple of minutes. You just can't do that, especially at home. So certainly the concern long-term is the Chiefs' defense. I think Mahomes and the offense will be all right. But they have slowed down a bit, uh, and they picked a bad time because uh, he's my quarterback in fantasy football, and just the time for the fantasy playoffs, he has not put up the same numbers the last two weeks against, uh, granted, two, two of the better defenses in the league, but uh, I'd be more concerned about the defense for the Chiefs rolling rolling forward here. Um, all right, what what do you take last night from Browns Broncos? Well, to me, it was just kind of too. Uh, I didn't think it was a very good or clean football game. Uh, a lot of penalties. Uh, I saw a lot of mistakes. I was looking forward to watching that game. Um, Baker kind of got it together late, but he didn't play as great as he has or as I was expecting. But the Browns found a way to get a win, and on the flip side, you know, all these Vikings fans have been clamoring all year about, well, we should have just kept Case Keenum, and I hope they all watch that 
game last night. Uh, Keenum has, what, 15 touchdowns to 12 interceptions this year in 14 games. Um, the comparison is even close. So the Broncos, I know they're banged up now, but they got all they got some issues too. And Vance Joseph may be on his way out of Denver. Um, all right. So now we go to Sunday's games, and we start with your Vikings. Luke, um, look, they've, they've been inconsistent lately, and this is a big spot. Um, we've talked about the importance of all these games. They face Miami coming off the miracle of Miami. You're home. You're six and six and one. Um, the Bears are, you know, nine and four. They're rolling along. You're going to need help here for the wild card. This, this to me, this Dolphin team is in it and they're coming off a huge high. And I, I, I think you have an advantage here because of, of a possible emotional letdown. Um, for the Dolphins, I just don't think they're a very good football team. But this is a big spot and a, and a potential trap spot for you guys. Yeah, it's a huge game for both teams, both playing for their uh, their playoff life for sure. And as you mentioned, you yeah, have the Dolphins. You know, now you go on the road, uh, you come off that big game, you may have uh, some sort of letdown. But um, the Vikings, yeah, they obviously need a win. And the Vikings, on the flip side, emotionally, maybe the firing of John Filippo will help in that sense. If it doesn't help, at least clean up this this offense, which was dreadful the last couple of weeks. But, um, you know, it's different than a head coach, but we saw it with the Packers, where you get rid of Mike McCarthy, and the Packers came out, they played well last week, and Aaron Rodgers looked a little bit more comfortable, and, and you hope maybe it'll have the same effect for the Vikings offense when you get rid of uh, the play caller and Deep Filippo. And in the last 10 years, again, different head coach to offense coordinator, but the last 10 years, teams, uh, the week after buying a head coach or something like 12 and 4, I think it is in the last 10 years. So a lot of times a change like this, uh, it inspires the guys or it makes them feel more comfortable, whatever it is, and it helps. So, you know, you're at home, big game, season on the line. you got a Dolphins team coming in that, uh, despite their record, you know, I, don't, I still don't trust them. So the Vikings need to go out and kind of make a statement, get a win, and put themselves back in, in the right position here uh, to head into the postseason. Um. It, it's interesting. Uh, are you comfortable? Are, are you are you sitting there smiling yet, or, or are you still on edge every play, every every down, every game? Because you guys have not been consistent. It's not a secret. You guys have not had the same offensive flow you did last year. You you've it's it's just it's not the same team that went on that run. Are you any more comfortable now than you were um, earlier in the year, or even last year? No, no, certainly not. I'm more comfortable now than I was uh, about a week ago because I, I wanted the change to be made at offensive coordinator. So I'm curious to see what uh, if there's any sort of difference, if there's any sort of impact today. Uh, you can't do a ton midseason, but just in terms of which plays you choose because uh, I thought Steve Filippo had done a terrible job. And I'm, I'm glad since it was a Monday night game, people started realizing and he took a lot of heat online and even during the broadcast and everything. And that's what we've been dealing with all year. I mean, he's just done, he has done a lousy job. And so I'm glad they made the change. Um, so, no, certainly not comfortable, but, you know, they do control their own destiny. Obviously, they have to control the number six seed, which is the worst-case scenario when it comes to the playoffs. That's the last spot you want to be if you're a playoff team. Um, but they control their own destiny. They just got to go out there. They got to win. And they certainly have the talent because it's a better roster than the team that made the NFC Championship last year. So I'm still hopeful. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Uh, if they can show me something, that they can get hot here at the end of the year, head into the playoffs, and maybe make a run because they at least have the talent to do it. They haven't played well enough this year to trust them. But they have the talent that if they can right the ship and maybe it starts with this change of the offensive coordinator, that they still have faith that maybe they can do something. So I'm 
staying optimistic. We'll see today. I think they, you know, today could be a statement game, which means they'll probably come out and lose and make that sort of statement. But today is the type of day you go out, you're at home, season on the line, you just got your offensive coordinator fired, come out, and, you know, you should blow away this, this Dolphins team. But we'll see. My, my take, the loss of Pat Shermer was more than, than you guys realized. He's finally hitting a stride with, with the Giants. You guys are scrambling now that you've lost an offensive coordinator, and the Dolphins will win easily today. Even though you are seven and a half point favorites at home, just just wow. just my take. I, I do I do agree on the Pat Shermer. I love Pat Shermer. He was my favorite play caller for the Vikings the last fifteen years. I wish we still had him. And uh, I'm a big Pat Shermer fan. I hope he succeeds in New York. Um, another team that's going to lose big today is the Indianapolis Colts. I believe the Cowboys win easily. Go into Indianapolis and win easily, easily. Even though the Colts wow. are, are three point favorites, which means this is basically a toss up. They're giving. The Colts be, uh, the, uh, being the favorite because they're at home. Cowboys are hitting their stride beside, be, behind Dak Prescott. Helps when you can talk, Luke. Um, I just think that this team, you know, they get the overtime win last week against the Eagles. They're, they're just rolling. They've won one, two, three, four. Uh, was that five straight? They're just rolling along. This team's going to win easily today against Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis is a flawed team. Probably won't have T.Y. Hilton today. Big loss for Andrew uh, Luck. The, uh, Dolph, uh, I'm sorry, not the Dolphins. The Cowboys win 28 to 10. Wow. Okay, I'm going. Uh, I guess I'm the- I make one crazy pick every week, Luke. What do you expect? <laughs> I like the Colts this week. Um- I think the Cowboys are finally due for a letdown. They're going on the road to Indianapolis on the road for the first time in like a month. And, uh, you know, all their success has been at home. Uh, on the road this year, they're something like, I think, 2-4. and four. They're averaging like 17 points per game on the road. They're not as good on the road. And I think they're just due for a letdown. Last week was kind of a fortunate win. I thought the Eagles, uh, uh, well, the Vikings just, or excuse me, the Vikings, I did it too. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys didn't play all that well last week. They got a couple of lucky bounces, especially that touchdown pass in overtime. The Cowboys are playing well, but I still think they're kind of, you know, overachieving here a little bit, and uh, I'm waiting for the letdown. I think it comes today, and in part because that offensive line's banged up. They haven't won a game yet this year when running for less than 95 yards. Colts have an underrated defense. I think if they can slow down that Cowboys run game, Cowboys could be in trouble because uh, as good as Prescott's been playing, he's still leaving a lot of points out there. Two and four on the road this year, Luke, uh, to your point. And, and as you said, Zach Martin's going to miss his first game at any level of his career, high school, college, or the mm-hmm. pros. That is a big loss on the offensive line. We continue with the 425 matchup. Uh, sorry, first of all, we're going to do Green Bay-Chicago. Uh, Chicago, to me, is the real deal. I saw it firsthand. They're, they proved it w- behind Khalil Mack. I, th- I think they're going to run into some problems in the playoffs, but I think they're the real deal. Packers are flawed at 5-7-1. and one. I think today is the day that their chances are over. I think the Bears win easily, and Aaron Rodgers cries. I think the Bears should win pretty easily, and they're uh, you know they're at home and everything. But uh, they're a much better team. But there's just this thing uh, I know it being a fan of an NFC North team that you, you know you can never count out Rodgers. And I think this this resurrection is kind of legit after getting rid of Mike McCarthy. We'll see. I know they beat a bad Falcons team last week. They're just uh, watching them. The energy on the sideline. They, you know they just seem like a different team. They seem more comfortable, and I think it continues today. Rodgers has won. I think it's five in a row against Chicago. I think something like eight in a row in Chicago, and in his career, is eighteen and four against the Bears. He dominates that team, and even these last couple of years, even earlier this year, you know, Hurt Rogers still was able to beat this first place Bears team. 
so the Packers, they're not nearly as good of a team. Uh, they're... Hello? Hello? Host of Tomorrow Mornings, hello? Hello? Hello, Luke? Luke Morrow? Well, we seem to have lost our connection to Mr. Morrow. Um, I did not realize connections with Charleston, South Carolina were the danger zone. But Mr. Morrow's connection here seems to have gone out on the word there, um, which is not the word you'd expect to lose a connection. Um, let's try one last time. Luke Morrow? No, okay. Now we need to call Luke Morrow again. Um, because obviously if you lose Luke Morrow once, you need to uh, get Luke Morrow again uh, via a fresh call. Yes, hi. You uh, you you lost the connection on the word there. Uh oh, we've had some we've had so many issues for some reason around here. Why? This is Charleston, South Carolina. This is a big American city. I have no idea. Where are you living? Uh, in the middle of nowhere, I guess. I, I but but you're in Charleston, correct? This doesn't make any sense. What you know? What are you in in the outskirts of of, of, of town? Is there anyone else you have phone problems with? I am in the outskirts, but it's not like I'm in the middle of nowhere. Right, but like you know, are like phone calls to your parents ever a, a, a problem? No, it's really only you. It's really only me, <laughs> and I'm calling from a landline. Yeah, I don't know. Luke, come on, you're better than this. Don't treat us better. What's more important, the Sunday Sprint or the Morrow Mornings Radio Show on ESPN Radio Charleston? Well, that's like choosing, you know, between your kids. Or <laughs> picking like a favorite parent, I guess, because I don't have kids, so can't do that. Well, I was about to say, if you had a, if you had children, you'd have an announcement to make on tomorrow's teeing it up. Yeah. No, not quite. Um, would you like to talk about? Um, Justin Rose not playing well enough on the show tomorrow to, to regain the, the number one world ranking at the Indonesian Masters? Oh, boy. No? Uh, okay. Well, no. no okay. We, we can reschedule. All right. You were saying something about the Packers and the Bears, and you've watched a lot of these games. and But I, I think you've lost the privilege of finishing your point because the connection is so bad. Yeah, long story short, I'll make it real quick, real simple. Uh, I think the Packers are going to win because I just that's just the way it works. Aaron Rodgers has dominated the series. He owns the Bears. I know the Bears are much better. The Bears should win. They're at home. But just watching Rodgers over the years, I know how this usually plays out. I'm going with the Packers. I believe in this resurrection uh, without Mike McCarthy. All right. Um, I had this great call and response planned, and, you know, we're over time. But I'm still going to do the call and response. Luke, what football team am I a fan of? What does that mean I see every year? Losing. <laughs> Besides that. Uh, I don't know. I see Tom Brady twice every year. Uh, okay. And what have I learned about Belichick Patriot teams? Uh, they always win. And they always bounce back from? From tough losses. Yes. So, so what do I think will happen in Pittsburgh today, even though they're only two and a half point favorites? The Patriots are 
gonna win. Exactly. Thank you. That's my perspective on today. This is the classic game where they just they they lose in the weirdest of fashions last week. Belichick whips them in the shape, and they come out and, and they prove to you again why they're number one. Um, they may not be number one going into the playoffs. They may have to play on wild card weekend. But guess who will be the best team in the AFC? And it'll probably be a Patriot Chief AFC Championship game. It'll be the Patriots. Um, I just, this is that classic game, Luke. This is that classic game. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I love the Patriots this week. Uh, I think they're going to win. Uh, I like that pick. And the Steelers are going to continue to slide. Um, this is going to be a third straight loss. They may have to face next week. They're in big trouble. The Ravens are, are nipping at their heels there for the division. And uh, if the Steelers fail to make the playoffs, or even if they're like the number six seed, you know, I'm curious. There's already some columns written this week about Mike Tomlin. I'm curious at, at what point does it take for a franchise like that to start considering a change because they never do. But, uh, yeah, the slide continues for the Steelers. Patriots win. Eagles. Uh, Rams, this is the last gasp for the Eagles. Do you give them? It's it's weird. It's the last gasp, but then with the NFC East being the way it is, um, the Giants are still in it. They've got a really small chance at doing this, and the Eagles are still in it. Um, if the Cowboys, excuse me, struggle, which you think they will in Indianapolis, and Washington's still in it at 6-7. and seven. Um, but I think that this is the day that just the Rams roll their 12.5-point favorites. Think about this. They are 12.5-point favorites over a team that is two games back in the NFC East. 12.5-point favorites. That's how good the Rams are. I think we're headed towards a, a Patriots-Rams Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here in Week 15. Patriot-Rams Super Bowl. I will not believe that anybody can beat the Patriots in January until I see it with my own two eyes. Patriot-Ram Super Bowl. A Ram-Saint NFC Championship game. That could be 57-54, something like that. Uh, another one of these high 50-plus point games. Um, and I think the Rams roll tonight on Sunday Night Football and just say adios to the Eagles. Yes, uh, I think they will roll tonight. I think they kind of may need to bounce back after the Bears game uh, debacle. But um, uh, the Eagles, they only have like a 5% chance to make the playoffs. So they need a lot of help. But, yeah, they are they are still alive. Uh, the, the Rams, I'm, I'm cautious about come playoff time. But I think they'll take care of business tonight. What I'm curious in is Nick Foles because, uh, you know, he was like the hottest uh, name after the Super Bowl. But he was under contract and teams didn't want to trade as much for him. Now he's going to be a free agent after this year. He's got three games potentially here to get his name back up to where it was last year heading into free agency. So I'm curious if we're going to see some sort of uh, 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 some sort of version of Nick Foles like we had to end last year, or if we're going to see the Nick Foles that we've seen the rest of his career and he's just going to quietly go into free agency. Luke, because of your phone problems, we are way over the end of our radio program. Oh, no. I, I, I love that response. You, 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 you play to the emotion of the moment. Have you ever done any acting in your life? <laughs> I did take an acting class in college. And did you learn anything from it? I don't think so. I learned I'm not a good actor. <laughs> did, did you? Uh, are you an actor on the Marvel Mornings radio program? <laughs> that is 100%, 100% authentic. There you go. Um, Alright, so... Uh, I totally forgot where we were going. Oh, yes, they're to the end of the games. I'm sorry. That, that was not a medical issue or anything. I just, you acting got me totally off my game. 
um, this has been a weird program today. Your game of the day. I guess I'm a better actor than I thought. I'm going to go Patriots Steelers. Still. Uh, same. Your sleeper game. Oh boy, uh, sleeper game. I'm going to say that is going to be. Uh, you know, I'm going to go Titans Giants. Titans, you know, live there in the AFC, and the Giants get second week, but they're playing better football. I think that could be an interesting game. This game's going to be in the rain. It is really ugly out here. Um, I'm telling you, Giants are going to win this game and win it easily. They have the better running attack, even though Derrick Henry went for like eighty thousand yards last week um okay i'm gonna skip the upset special for now because you never look at this game so i'm gonna give you a chance to look at it while we talk about the game to watch golf during <laughs> all right i'm on it what's your game to watch golf during watch golf. okay all right uh you know i'm gonna do uh the local cardinals falcons i was gonna go i was gonna go cardinals falcons which means i will go raiders bengals that that's just totally unappealing Totally unappealing. Uh, your survivor game. Survivor game, I am going to say, uh, uh, I'm cautious. I'll say the Seahawks against the 49ers. That's the one I was going to do. It's, there's not a, there's not an easy slate here today um, for that. Uh, unless you're like me and you believe that, that, the, uh, that, that the Cowboys will win by like 80,000 points over the Colts. Um, and that, and that brings us now to your upset special. All right. Uh, I like some underdogs this week. I think the Raiders beat the Bengals. That's technically uh, an upset. Giants beat the Titans, technically uh, an upset. But I'll go more bold. I'll, I'll Just to be bold, I'm going to take the Buccaneers over the Ravens. It's the exact same game I was going to tell you. Oh, my goodness. We're on the same page today. Way too much. Um, the Bucks. I, I, I do not believe in Lamar Jackson and, and, and the Ravens. I'm sorry. I just don't. So... You have to prove to me over multiple playoff games, because that's what it is for these teams. These are all playoff games, right? Over, the, over these next three games, I think you and I would agree um, mm-hmm. that you got to do it week after week after week. And until I see it, and until they become a 10-6 and six or, or 9-7 football team, I, I will not believe it. Uh, your player or person to watch. I had a great one during the middle of the week, and I was going to write it down to remember, and I didn't write it down, and I didn't remember who it was. So, uh, is it the I'm new? Is it the new Viking offensive coordinator? <laughs> well, yeah, that, I am very curious to, to watch that unfold. But I'm going to say Nick Foles for the reasons I said before. He's going to be a free agent. I'm just curious to see how this plays out. Is he just going to fade into free agency, or are we going to have the Nick Foles run of of last year, and he's going to be a big name again come uh, the offseason for the quarterback market? Saquon Barkley, I think this dude runs for over 200 yards today, uh, maybe 250 yards. This is. This is your classic running game weather day. Uh, Just saying. Just saying. I like it. Luke, thank you. But please, you know, fix your fix your phone. Just yeah, you know I, I I want you to totally take your phone apart and just totally like look at it again. I am overdue for an update, so I have to at least do that. There you go. Thank you all for listening to Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.